When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's up, guys? And in today's episode, we'll be covering the most recent crypto news from all over the world to date. But before we start, here's how the crypto market has done this past week. So pretty much uh, all over the board, we've kind of seen prices uh, a bit more stable than the past weeks. Bitcoin's only down around half a percent. Uh, Ethereum's down around 2%. We have Binance coin uh, up around 2%. We have Cardano, which uh, I'm invested in. We have about uh, Cardano up around 27%, which is great. I wish I like to see, especially since I stake my crypto. Um, we have Solana up around 1% and XRP down around 3%. So you're obviously seeing a lot less volatility besides Cardano than we normally see. So, uh, Alex, do you want to get us started? Uh, yeah, so pretty much with my stories, there's been a lot of movement around Bitcoin in Brazil. So that's where my three uh, articles are. So to start off the first one, it says 2021, a year of mass adoption for cryptocurrencies in Brazil. So I don't know if any of you saw this, but Brazil or Rio de Janeiro specifically really big into Bitcoin now. They... Um, they want a lot more uh, they want Bitcoin to be used a lot more than their currency right now and they turn to crypto because it's a lot more stable than their current currency because it could fluctuate all the time and then the Brazilian Central Bank also announced that will continue working to incorporate blockchain technology into its services which I think could be very useful and i could see many other places adopting it even like stores and such yeah i mean i think especially for smaller not i wouldn't really say smaller countries but like not as like big as america like it's just like i guess like developing countries it's good to see them use like something like bitcoin because it can be trusted unlike their like personal currency that can be always inflated and like you're seeing kind of a similar thing in El Salvador, which El Salvador is actually making Bitcoin like legal tender, which is make, pretty much making it like like payable income and like people barter with it every day, stuff like that. Yeah. And now millions of millions of Brazilians now participate in the crypto market. So that's just a lot more traffic to the crypto space. <laughs> Yeah, it's always good to see. I mean, that was kind of a that was kind of a tongue twister. I know millions, millions of Brazilians. Brazilians. <laughs> you know, that's pretty hard to say, but uh, yeah, it's always good to see like a come or a country like Brazil uh, improve their kind of blockchain and crypto technology and their use. But uh, for my first story, to kind of keep it on the track of um, non-U.S. crypto news, North Korean hackers, according to this uh, article from the BPC, stole. 
around $400 million of cryptocurrency in 2021. So this came from a blockchain analysis company. Uh, its, its name is Chain Analysis, and it said it's one of the it's been one of the most successful years for uh, cyber criminals criminals in the uh, East Asian state, which is North Korea. And the attacks mainly targeted like investment firms and centralized exchanges. Like the attack, like they would attack things like Coinbase or really small exchanges that knew that uh, these hackers knew that there would be a lot of coins to be like obviously to be taken instead of just hacking someone's small wallet and obviously they're North Korea so they denied all uh, allegations of being uh, involved in crypto uh, in crypto theft but you kind of just have to realize that they're North Korea even if I wouldn't even be surprised if the government of North Korea is behind this because they have nothing else to do like they need money somehow so they're kind of <laughs> they're kind of just grasping at straws if that makes sense and um from 2020 to 2021 north korean crypto hacks have grown by 40 percent oh wow so it's just kind of crazy to see i mean obviously the crypto market in total has grown but also you can just see that it just kind of goes to show that as the crypto market grows you kind of have to be more safe with your tokens and um like pretty much to end off this story what exactly did the hackers do so the hackers used a number of techniques including phishing lures code exploits and malware to siphon funds from organizations so organizations have something called a hot wallet which is a wallet that's currently connected to the internet which can like be have funds taken in and out and pretty much these north korean hackers uh attack those hot wallets because they knew those would be the easiest to get money from be safe with your crypto yeah exactly you never know yep so for my next story it's mecca of mining brazil considers zero tax on bitcoin mining and i mean this couldn't come at a better time we just explained in an episode like a couple episodes ago about kazakhstan what's going on over there and i think this is just the perfect timing and then since they're considering this zero tax on bitcoin mining i wouldn't be surprised if i see brazil if we see Brazil become like number like top three very quickly Mm -hmm. and this will this will be a huge help for Bitcoin because of the huge drop that we saw over in Central Asia and now now it's just going to help the crypto market a lot and it's going to cause a lot of traffic to go over to Brazil and I mean it's not really that far away from the United States so I wouldn't be surprised if some United States miners go over there as well yeah, especially like when when governments kind of give out the word of tax free, like a lot of corporations and companies just kind of raise their ear to like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> because they really, because they really just want to like, no one wants to pay taxes. Like obviously, like if you live in the U.S. and any like centralized uh, like government or country, like you pay taxes on anything pretty much. And when if companies like the if these Kazakhstan companies leave. Kazakhstan and don't really have a like next best place to go like and they don't have to pay taxes in uh in Brazil like they, I would like if I was the president of a crypto mining company I would think about moving there yeah because I mean, it, it's I would... just like if you're if you're a multi-million if not billion dollar crypto mining facility 
what's it matter that you're spending a few million dollars moving to Brazil when yeah, in I all mean, reality you're saving millions on taxes? Yeah, even just trying it out for a little bit and then actually testing the waters and realizing that could be true or could be uh, not as true as the what they said it was. Yeah, exactly. Especially it's since the like kind of crypto space is new as well, you there's probably gonna have more leeway with what they can get away with anyway. Yeah, for sure. Uh, to just to move on from uh, Brazil, we are uh, for my next story. This is kind of my biggest story I have for you all to do for all the listeners at home. Kim Kardashian and Floyd Weather, Floyd Mayweather, among uh, many different uh, famous like uh, influencers, have been sued uh, over an alleged crypto scam. So pretty much, these uh, famous influencers they promoted a. Uh, cryptocurrency called ethereum max on their social media and if anyone's wondering what ethereum max is it's pretty much just like an all coin a shit coin that got pumped pump and dumped it has no relation to ethereum if anyone's if anyone's wondering it kind of just skyrocketed in price when all of these influencers promoted it and then it eventually fell i think it's one billionth of a penny right now so it kind of just goes to show how much these influencers supported it well supported it in quotation marks but anyway to get in this story a class action lawsuit has accused kim kardashian and floyd mayweather of, a, of artificially inflating the price of the cryptocurrency ethereum max the celebrities make false and or, or misleading statements about the little known token in social media posts but that's what the pretty much the lawsuit claims and Ethereum Max has lost around 97% of its value since early June, leading some investors to label it as a pump and dump. So pretty much this uh, lawsuit was filed in like California, and it actually says in like the lawsuit I looked at it, it literally just says Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather. Like it literally says their entire full name. So it's it's these these people that are alleging them of promoting this pump and dump have have gone after them personally. It's not just like the creators of Ethereum. They're mad at Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather for promoting it. And what on Kim uh, Kim Kardashian's side of the story, Kim Kardashian posted a post on her Instagram saying like how she, how her friends have been talking about this new token and this isn't financial advice, but I think Ethereum Max is the next big thing. And like i guess you could give her some props she did say it wasn't financial advice and she just wanted to share some uh crypto like kind of info with her friends but like she got paid for this she put hashtag ad like this isn't just she just want to share with her friends she just wanted to make money and like when you we don't really know how much kim kardashian was paid but through estimates uh people or this website said that she like through their estimations she she got paid over five hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars just for this instagram post wow yeah it just kind of goes to show how much money these people are willing to put in to create a, a successful pump and dump and on the other side of the uh not, you could say uh, no pun intended but on the other side of the coin uh mayweather what he did was pretty much he endorsed endorsed the token um at his boxing match with logan paul if anyone watched the Logan Paul versus Mayweather boxing match. You could you actually saw him walk on the stage with a shirt that said Ethereum Max, and also Ethereum Max was uh, accepted as payment for the event, so it kind of boosted trading volume by a lot. 
and these are honestly like even though it's a pump and dump and it's the creators of it are like kind of scummy people they're pretty smart the way they did this because they created fake utility you know what i mean like they it's like yeah. oh you can buy this with ethereum max wait this has utility maybe i should invest you know what i mean yeah and uh just kind of like the in the story with what floyd made like the last thing floyd mayweather did with ethereum max was he also promoted ethereum ethereum max at a major bitcoin conference and then got booed off stage so obviously uh people weren't too happy with uh what they did sounds like he was getting paid a lot more <laughs> yeah I, i'm gonna be honest i i have not i didn't find what mayweather got paid but honestly for, if he kept saying it then he probably got paid a yeah i remember there, there, there's like a bigger scandal i don't know if anyone in the audience uh watches much like crypto youtube but there's this really good youtuber called coffeezilla and he makes really good in-depth like videos of pump and dump scams and he did one on ethereum max and it's really good like it really goes in depth and, and <laughs> there was one video where he or one video where he talked about how floyd mather way weather talked about like how he was such good friends with the creators of ethereum max and then like forgot their names which <laughs> really funny that's yeah so for my last story, this is actually a real big push for crypto within governments. Uh, Rio de Janeiro will invest 1% of their treasury into Bitcoin. So after doing some research, I couldn't really find how much was in their tre- treasury and how much that 1% was. But I mean, 1% of any anyone's treasury is quite a bit of Bitcoin. And so... They were only investing in Bitcoin, no other coins, not Ether, nothing else. And then the city also plans to introduce additional discounts for property taxes paid in Bitcoin. And then they could also be discounted up to 10% if paid with just Bitcoin. So it's kind of like inciting people to use Bitcoin, which I think is kind of a smart idea. And then... There will be specific groups that will deal with the Bitcoin the Bitcoin investments, so they'll kind of have their own team to deal with all investing and se- and maybe selling, I guess. And then Rio will be the first Brazilian city to hold Bitcoin in the treasury. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if I see other cities start to push towards like purchasing Bitcoin once they see it take off. And then they want crypto companies from around the world to to move to the region move to the region of Rio de Janeiro so they're really inviting of the crypto idea with the miners and them wanting companies to come into the country I mean that's a lot of movement and a lot of like good things that could happen yeah I mean uh, especially with you're kind of all the stories you've covered about Brazil in this like episode. They're all just really positive about the future for Bitcoin in uh, in Brazil, which I think is a just like a great thing, just like yeah. for the entire crypto community. Because even if like say Brazil doesn't exactly go through with all their plans, they have multiple plans. Like just because all of them doesn't happen doesn't mean at least one or a couple doesn't it won't happen. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. So it's just kind of all positive. Just keeping the entire crypto space positive in a country yeah. like Brazil with such a huge population. For sure. But uh, for my third and final story, we have uh, Crypto.com suspended withdrawals from their platform after uh, they saw unauthorized activity throughout the 
throughout the website and pretty much all users of the uh, crypto.com service like if there's probably a couple listeners listening right now that use like that hold their crypto on crypto.com and they most likely experience this so all users uh had to like sign back into their accounts and they had to reset their two-factor identification because so pretty much what happened is reports of suspicious activity caused the trading platform to stop all movement of funds like they didn't really know what was going on but crypto.com knew that something was like kind of going wrong so they're like okay we just need to shut everything down for a second and they came out and said like all everyone's funds were safe they're kind of just halting like withdrawals for just like the safety of the network and like their entire platform but several hours later the exchange uh came back up with an update asking all users honestly just to sign back in and reset their uh two-factor authentication so pretty much withdrawals were only halted for a couple hours so it really wasn't that bad but it's really not good to see uh like a a huge trading platform like crypto.com get shut down and i did some research on whether like this is normal and pretty much i I found out that crypto exchanges have been known to suspend withdrawals and like other services during spikes in demand at periods of high volatility so apparently since like we saw Bitcoin tank a few uh, like a few days ago and oh, that's high volatility and, and like the network doesn't really like that. And sometimes when there's such a huge influx of selling or a huge influx of buying, the kind of network can't really support it. So some of it may come in as suspicious activity and that's why they shut down. So pretty much like another example of uh, crypto exchange shutting down is in November, Binance disabled all crypto withdrawals due to a large backlog of like just major, uh, like major sell-offs. So pretty much when a huge sell orders go through the system, it kind of just shuts everything down. So, but yeah. it looks like they're they fixed the problem. It's pretty easy. So that's always good to see. At least they saw it and they acted on it. Yeah, like I kind of, I kind of went while reading this. I was like. Damn, it kind of sucks that like they had to admit that they got shut down, but at least they were able to like they're confident enough in their services where they're kind of just like able to tell the truth. They're like, "Hey, we messed up. Like, we can't really do anything about it." You know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of just came clean with uh, the entire the entire situation. They probably saved a bunch of money too. Yeah, like honestly, they probably did because. I was like more of thinking. I was like, if they, if they're even if they're like technology and like all their coding systems like don't understand what's going on, like it's a good thing for them to stop it and like take a deep look about what's truly going on, so they don't like no fraudulent activity goes in their system. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think I think uh our, these three stories were pretty good today. I mean they covered pretty much a wide uh, variety of topics. Yeah, I we kind of went everywhere. Yeah, well, I mean, that's always. Me, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think especially that your your kind of uh, introduction of a different culture and different like country into Bitcoin or into crypto, and and with like my stories of you know just talking about the ins and outs and what's going on with the kind of crypto space, it kind of just makes it. It kind of just gives you a kind of gives the listener a well-rounded approach to crypto news and that's what we're here to do so hopefully we did that successfully today hopefully you learned something hopefully you uh you listen to something during this episode where you can uh, tell your friends and family about you're like oh guess what i learned today on the nft nation podcast no big uh brazil's getting pretty big into bitcoin but uh 
anyway, that I think that's going to be it for uh, us today. Alex, do you have anything else today? Nope. Pretty much covered everything. Okay, so pretty much if you all want to uh, support this podcast, you can do it in many different ways. You can either tell your friends and family about this podcast. That would be pretty cool. We don't run any uh, like advertisements for this podcast, so if we everything's word of mouth right now. And you can also give us a follow on Instagram. That's at NFT underscore nation underscore podcast. That would be much appreciated. Maybe like a few posts. Maybe we're doing the uh, current thing right now where if you follow us and repost some of our content we'll give you a shout out and a follow back just kind of to help everyone grow in the whole community and also if you want you can visit our anchor.fm platform um website and you can support us from there it's kind of similar to patreon but obviously you do not have to so i think that's going to be uh everything from us today and uh we hope you have a great day yeah thanks for listening guys see you guys